The opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the management of KUCI or the UC Board of Regents. For more information about this show, go to KUCI.org. Hey, hey, happy Monday, everybody. I'm your host, Janine. This is Get the Funk Out, and I am joined by two very special guests, Julie Jenkins and Amanda Gresham, who is the Associate Director of United by Music. Let me tell you a little bit about that before we get started. United by Music North America is a program for musically talented people with intellectual disabilities to learn blues, swing, and jazz music for the purpose of performance with professional musicians before general public audiences. It was founded in the Netherlands by Joris van Weinharden and American blues singer Candy Kane. As it grew successfully in Europe, Candy suggested that Joris speak with Barbara Hammerman, who's actually going to join us at the second half of the show, around 9.30, and Amanda Gresham. They brought the program to North America. After 18 months of showcases and team building, United by Music North America has been established in the U.S. as a 501c3 charitable organization with inaugural inaugural programs based in the Pacific Northwest. It's my pleasure to welcome Julie Jenkins and Amanda Gresham. Hi, ladies. Good morning. Hi, good morning. How are you? Doing fabulous. Nobody in a funk this morning, right? No, the funk got out. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love doing this little thing. If people are in a funk, you just yell, you know, outside somewhere where no one thinks you're crazy. Get the funk out. <laughs> I love that. Beautiful. So tell me about United by Music, Amanda. How did you get involved in all this? Well, it started with a dream, really. And yours, uh, Van Weinharden and Candy Kane, uh, six years underway in the Netherlands, had this beautiful program uh, going on. And Yoris said, well, perhaps we could bring this to North America. And Candy said, if you're going to do that, you must contact Barbara Hammerman. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then after they had conversations, uh, Barbara Hammerman, I've actually known her for about four decades now. I've worked with her with Delta Music Experience. She's my mom and a business partner. That's great. So I'm very fortunate to have uh, both of those uh, in my life. And uh, together, we started this North American uh program. That's fantastic. Now, you have ties to the OC. Tell me about that. Yes. Born and raised in Yorba Linda, Orange County, uh, Irvine, as well as Newport Beach, and family in Los Angeles. Nice. And you were in theater, you were telling me? Yes, yes, at South Coast Repertory and the Performing Arts Center, just down the street. Nice and uh, it was so great. I actually went there last night, and I saw Teatro Zanzani, uh, and wonderful uh, Duffy Bishop and uh, Chris are in that show. And nice. being in Portland, Oregon, uh, Duffy is a blues musician over there, and it was just such a treat to see Teatro Zanzani. That's a great really show. Incredible. I want to see that. Oh, you must go see it. It was such an amazing performance. It really, it was so inspiring, and it was so wonderful. I was seated next to the executive director of the of Teatro Zanzani and uh, the did you know director. that was gonna happen no, or just I was didn't. a random thing no I didn't and it was just it was such a special treat to meet her and the whole table was exciting it two young ladies that lived down the street that we were able to have a conversation how so nice it was really something fun. different to do yes. Julie have you been to the show <laughs> I have not 
I, I have go. been in front of the show where I dropped her off. That's as close as Aww. I got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so great to take a road trip with you from Los Angeles yesterday. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> we had a little time in the car chatting. Yes, yeah. yes. How did you get involved, Julie, with this organization? Well, I'm a nurse, and I have some history dealing with developmentally disabled and physically disabled people, so that sparked my interest a lot. Um, I'm also a friend of Candy's, and I happen to kind of know her bass player pretty well. Okay. And um, so uh, they introduced me to Amanda and Barbara, and um, uh, Barbara actually had a little booth set up in New York when I was back there, and I was like, what, what is this? United by Music. Yeah, what, okay. what, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. And so she explained to me what she was doing with United by Music, and at that point, I, uh, it, I really felt like I wanted to get involved in it. And I had told her that that was over a year ago. And um, then I met her again, and she was like, come, you know, get involved. So I've been doing some volunteer work for them. That's great. Yeah. That's great. I love it. It's uh, the kind of organization where you you just feel so good getting involved. And I was reading some of the material, and I was on the website, which is unitedbymusic.org, right? Uh, Yes, and also the North American website is the initials for United by Music North America. It's ubmna.org. Nice. So, do you have a background in music? I mean, what, what gravitated you? Obviously, your mom probably said, you know, this would be a great thing to be involved in, but was there something yes. in you? Yes. Uh, we have, music has been in my life uh, since I was born. Uh, mom, born and raised in Louisiana. And so, Louisiana and Mississippi are at my roots and uh, love it so much. And so, I started Delta Music Experience, which is a music company to really uh, raise awareness and appreciation for blues music. And I learned that from my mom. And uh, my dad also really appreciates music as well. And so he participates in all of our activities. And uh, and so it was really wonderful to have that as my background. And that's really what uh, attracted Barbara to ask me to be the production element of United by Music. Because she knew that I had the connections with blues festivals and the event production and uh, that. And so we were able to team and pool our resources together and, and make it happen. Tell me, are you either one of you musical? I I produce it. No. You produce it. <laughs> what do you think it is about music that get keeps people out of their funk or gets them out of a funk? Oh my gosh, it's a universal language and the the different beats of music, the different rhythms can inspire you in so many different ways and you just know that if you're feeling a certain way and you want to relish that and keep that going, you'll certain you'll have a certain kind of music. If you are feeling a certain way that you definitely want to get out of your funk, like you said, you reach for that song or that musician or that beat that, that draws you into that. And the New Orleans second line and the New Orleans beat always gets yes. me in, yes. in a smiling kind of mood. So. What about you, Julie? Um, I just think it's very healing, you know, pretty much what Amanda said. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the core issue of it, you know. Music just makes you feel better. It makes you feel different, you know. Yes. You just, especially live music for me, you know. I, I sure. love live music. I, you see a lot of shows. I see a lot of shows. <laughs> I do. I do see a lot of shows. Um, and it, it just, it really just changes you at the cellular level, you know. Yes. It seems to me I feel totally different. You get completely absorbed when you're you around do. music. It's Absolutely. very healing. It is yeah. very healing. And, you know, something about blues, I spent time living in Boston for oh, 10 yeah. years. And I spent time taking blues guitar lessons. And really, blues are, is the foundation of so many different types of music. You're correct. You know, yeah. and... It is extremely healing, whether you're a writer or you just love music to go out there. It's cathartic. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know? So where do you see this going? You know, wh- tell me, it's, it's now in North America. Yes. Before it was just in the Netherlands. That's correct. 
Yes, and uh, it's been wonderful. We had a, an awareness tour back in 2010, and it was over uh, two countries, three states, and nine cities. And we do see it expanding throughout all communities that would like to receive it. And Portland, Oregon was the most... Uh, I would say there's so many words to describe it, but the most receptive. Nice. And it had the greatest amount of people and resources to make it happen. Well, and great so, music scene there. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Tremendous scene. Absolutely. And uh, Duffy, who I mentioned earlier, is one of our music mentors, uh, Lady A from Seattle. Oh, the list is endless in and Portland. And Seattle's huge, too. It is. Yes. It is. You have Lisa Mann and uh, Kevin Self and Karen Lovely and, and a lot of good Portland community as well as the Seattle community. And so the Pacific Northwest is really our, our home base for now in the North America. And we are expanding in 2013 and 2014 uh, to uh, San Francisco as well as uh, then eventually Los Angeles and Orange County. What about New York? Of course. That's, that's got to be in the radar. Oh, it absolutely. Is. Any community that wants to uh, have this in their area, we are welcome to go there. It's for, uh, it really involves everybody because not only is it for intellectually challenged young adults that are musically talented, mm -hmm. we give them a chance to audition and get trained and perform live on stage, but it's also for their families. Yes. And everyone's enriched in the process. Even if you are a music mentor and you are a musician yourself and you want to be a part of it, your life is enriched. Uh, as you mentioned earlier, am I musically talented? I don't have a music talent, but I love being uh, producing and being around this company. We did not expect for our lives to be enriched as much as it was. We knew that the company members would be and uh, perhaps the musicians, but from learning the stories of the musicians, how much this this program really enriches their life and everyone that's touched by it and volunteers such as Julie, uh, it's really extraordinary. And we would love for every community to be gifted with the opportunity to be able to have this in their country. I love it. And uh, if they wanted to, when uh, Barbara Hammerman comes on, she'll give you some contact information Good. for anyone out there that wants to be a part of this. Uh, but there's a certain uh, uh, sum that would that would require us to be in their community. And there's a certain equation that makes that happen. And any community can make it happen as long as they have that. And she can go into detail on what that would take and Good. how we can come into your community. Good, Good. And so it's it started off in the Netherlands and it's growing tremendously. It's amazing to, I, when I went to the website to see, you know, people don't think maybe these kids would have talent. Right. Or they would grow for such an experience. You're what right. has been your experience seeing this happen? Oh, it is heartfelt and enriching. And uh, watching, seeing them off stage and knowing the, oh my gosh, embattlements they might deal with on a daily basis, the challenges, uh, and to see them in a way that they've been trained uh, to let that go backstage. And mm -hmm. then when they're on stage, perform in such a way, and then they go back off stage, they can you know, go back to that funk that they yes. might be in, if you will. Um, and to, to watch them develop into the talented individuals they are. And really what United by Music does is they have that talent and that strength and that ability inside them. And we uh, foster that. Yeah, I was going to say you nurture it. that. Exactly, sure. exactly. Yeah. Bring it out. And we tell them that they can. And yours, Van Weinharden, had a beautiful saying. I love the translation uh, from Dutch to English sometimes. And he says, you know, United by Music, I started this in blues music uh, is because of a population that was chanceless at one time. And they've come out of that. And, mm -hmm. and, they, and that kind of relates to a community that maybe has told you can't too often or you're not able to or right. that's not you. We don't think they might have these abilities to right. blossom right. musically. Exactly. And we tell yeah. them they can and they do and they will. And they appreciate that so much. And once they find out that they can, they do. 
And and what's what's beautiful about United by Music is we blur the lines between so-called, as Candy says, able-bodied or able-minded people and those that have intellectual challenges. I would find it hard to believe if any of us did not have intellectual challenges. I think we all sure, do we to all some do. capacity. Absolutely. And um and I know that I call this population um, differently abled because they have abilities that I do not, three and four languages, uh, the ability to sing. They might have this intellectual knowledge base that's encyclopedia uh, related. Oh my and gosh. it's just amazing. They're incredibly incredible. brilliant. Yes, yes. exactly. And more, I, more so than a lot of us. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I can kind of relate in that when I was in school, I wasn't necessarily book smart. It took tons of energy for me to be able to read um, books and be able to test correctly. And But there's another, everyone has their talent. Talents that that they are able to have. Have that. you? Excuse me. Have you heard? We had there's seven different types of intelligence. I haven't. Please tell me. Okay. I, I forget the name of the. Um, I'm gonna have to look this up and let you know. But I believe his name is Howard, something. But anyway, there are seven. If you if you Google seven different types of intelligence, there's mathematical, there's musical, and a lot of times you have to teach to those intelligences. So we're not strong in every type. You know. Like, if you try Good to teach point. me a math problem, right, and you just tell me verbally, it's yes. going to go right over my head, and I'm going to get glossy-eyed, and you lost me. Yes. If you write it on a board, and right. you give me a real-life example about cookies, pizza, I don't know, <laughs> something that grabs, that I can visualize, right. then I'm going to learn. I agree. I, I didn't learn this until I was in high school, because I wasn't doing well in math. And then so I finally got it that I'm a visual learner. Yes, exactly. And then music, it takes me a lot to memorize songs, and I've struggled with that. But I actually incorporate it maybe into my exercise, so if I, for, to a rhythm. Right. So I'll, you know, talk about the chords and the progressions. So my point is we're not all textbook. Yes. There are different types of learning. Yes. Julie, tell me about your experience with the organization, maybe some things you've seen um, I'm working with them as a volunteer, and I think that, you know, as Amanda was talking, I was realizing, well, I realized it before, but it sort of sparked that again in me, about how, what a ripple effect it is. You know, yes, it is for the developmentally disabled, and yes, it gives them an opportunity, but it gives everybody involved an opportunity to feel like, to feel different, to feel good, to feel like you're contributing in some way. Mm-hmm. You know, I am new here. I had just been working with them for a few months and I have not seen these people perform. I have not been part of the audition aspect. I have not met these people. But um, my involvement as a volunteer, which if any of you are interested in, and you know, you, you definitely should give some time to this if you love music, because it, it really is, um, it really, it's fulfilling, you know. You, you know that you're a part of, of allowing this opportunity to happen mm-hmm. for these people that may have, you know, and I hate to say less than because, as you say, it is different. But Their own they challenges. But yeah, but yeah. they don't have the opportunities that we have. Right. You know, they, 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 we need to be their advocates, Mm-hmm. And and we can help them. All of us can help them in some way. And it affects all of us in some way. And doing volunteer work is just huge and important and vital. Yes. You know, and I think that any way that you can give, and it's just my basic philosophy anyway, yes. that if we have something more, and again, I use that term loosely, then 
than another person and we have the opportunity and the time to give to them and to help them in some way it's so rewarding you know the old thing about it's better to give than receive oh it's so true it is the truth you know you feel fabulous when Mm -hmm. you know that you're giving to something important and when you're knowing you're giving to somebody that has maybe less than in some ways yes you know so for me it really has enriched my life personally knowing that I could spread the word and just meeting people you know um, I've been in clubs with uh, Amanda and Barbara and um, we set up a booth and we have the pamphlets and just talking to people and knowing that I've had people come up to me and say you know my cousin would be really interested in this program and then they tell me a story about their cousin well that might seem just like a three-minute conversation but the truth of the matter is they're taking this with them they're taking the pamphlets that i give them they're taking it home they're giving it to their family this is changing someone's life sure you know so the volunteer aspect of it is is just a wonderful thing i'm really happy to be involved that's great i love you are thank you (laughs) no it's great it's a gift really for what you're doing if you're just tuning in you're listening to get the funk out i'm joined by julie jenkins and amanda gresham from united by music and you know a lot of us we get in our funks and we think they're huge you know, and it could be really minuscule when you really think about it. You know, yes. oh man, I dropped my new iPhone; it's smashed to pieces, and I have a flat tire. Big deal. You think about the challenges that these people face, and if you go and volunteer and spend the time, you see. I used to volunteer years ago in a hospital uh, when I was younger, and you know, it's so grounding. You you think you have problems? No, Mm-mm. right? That's no. right. And the difference that you're making, Julie, and what you're doing, Amanda, is tremendous. So thank thank you. you. It's really great. Where would you like to see this go? I would like to see this uh, progress to where the Netherlands is at this time and beyond. And what's beautiful to watch and evolve is uh, uh, Barbara Hammerman and I had the chance to go to the Netherlands and spend a month there and watch the training process, the uh, the, training. performance aspect. So we saw them every day rehearse and then go into performance and be on a month long tour. And so we got to see the progression of them really focusing on the music mentor out in the audience. And that's how they needed to get by the performance. Towards the end, you see them doing it all on their own and not necessarily needing it. And that's when Candy says, oh, it's so rewarding, you know, to not have that. And then um, bring that back to North America where Lady A and Lisa Mann and Kevin Self and Karen Lovely were on tour with them just recently. we saw how they uh, cultivated and nurtured and uh, trained them. And of course, they're already an all set entity in the Netherlands in that they've progressed to the point where not only are there vocalists, but instrumentalists as well. So they are the band. It starts out with vocalists that join a professional band to perform live on stage on tour. Okay, time out for one second. Okay. <laughs> are, these, are these people, do they have any musical background, or they just jump in there? They, uh, on their own, they've developed this music training. Look at that. And then uh, they, have, they have the raw talent. Mm-hmm. To, it is their ability. And then through the um, uh, elevated amount of training mm-hmm. that happens it, with United by Music, they are trained to be on key and trained to follow the beat. And uh, watching Michael Allen Harrison uh, with Jessica Rasmussen, she's one of, she was our very first North American United by Music participant. Uh, to watch Michael Allen Harrison train Jessica was incredible because he has a natural ability as a music mentor, and that's what we look for, to to see and gauge where 
the company member is coming from. Jessica happens to be blind, uh, but she has the most angelic voice you could ever imagine. And her mother, Lana, tells beautiful stories of Jessica and Miranda, her sister. Oh, I love this. And to get to know these families, I know I ventured from the question to beyond. No, it's okay. I, I just, it's so inspiring. And Is there um, video of this? You know, there actually is. And I can get it off my iPad and email it to you. And then we can put and it can, on your, Let's yes. put it on Facebook and yes. I'll get it on my blog. Absolutely. And to watch him uh, work with Jessica, because sometimes I'm apprehensive. I won't know exactly. I'm not a... A musician myself so I won't really know how far can you go but they have the gauge just right and he was direct and upfront with Jessica and introduced new vocabulary to her and in the end it was the most amazing version of stand by me you've oh ever heard and she repeated the words that uh, that he said to her I think it was something uh, you know whatever language it was they were speaking yes um, and then she said how was that wasn't that wonderful and together it was such a success story and I saw that unfolding right between you know, right between before my eyes within a matter of 30 minutes before the show and anyone can have that be a part of their life if they're a part of this program and I, I feel that uh, programs like this that we, we really looked far and wide to see if there's is there anything like this in North America and we didn't find anything exactly like this and uh, and I think that I think that as uh, as we know with many um, social justice issues that we have here, the more it's considered okay and apparent and that people have it, it's acceptable. So now people that are listening to this say, oh my gosh, my cousin has autism. Oh, my, my uncle's daughter has autism or Asperger's or any kind of intellectual challenge. And you know what? They show musical talent. So let's get them in touch with United by Music because now there's something to, to assist Absolutely. them. You know what? Let's listen to a track. I think All Barbara's right. going to be calling in any minute. You want to listen to to track 20 that sounds great oh i love that chains chains beautiful okay yes. united by music yes, uh, and that's with albie simone and sharon i believe the simone uh, sharon and albatine yes exactly and albie and uh albie and sharon were actually here in the states uh i can tell you more about it a little later all right they were on tour here all right let's let's listen to this absolutely <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,
How was that one? That was Chains of Love off of United by Music, and the CD is That Ain't It. If you want more information about United by Music, unitedbymusic.org. And we're going to take a quick break. Then we'll be joined also by uh, Barbara Hammerman. She is the North American United by Music co-founder, president of the governing board, and director of United by Music. So we'll be back in just a few minutes with more. And you're listening to Get the Funk Out. The opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the management of KUCI or the UC Board of Regents. For more information about this show, go to KUCI.org. You're listening to Get the Funk Out. This is KUCI 88.9 FM. We are joined by Barbara Hammerman. Hi, Barbara. Hi, how are you this morning? Good. We also have Julie in the studio. Hi, Barbara. Hi. And Amanda, Hi, who you, you sort of know well. <laughs> I do. I got a kick out of her knowing for four decades. She's so funny. She likes to think she's already 40. She has a few years till then, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Almost. That's so cute. How did you, you guys get... are having a good conversation there. I just pulled up a cup of coffee to join you. Oh, nice. Welcome. Nice. Nice. Tell me, how did you get involved in all this? Well, as Amanda said, it was, uh, it was through uh, Joris Van Weinharden, who was encouraged by Candy Kane, who was the original uh, founding mentor of the program when uh, Joris started the program in the Netherlands. Candy's been a longtime friend, um, and she, of course, is a... Is a a musician here in the United States who also does work in Europe. And while they were doing the program in Europe after they had started there and were successful for a couple of years, and Joris was musing about, gee, maybe we could uh, bring this to other areas, especially the United States and Canada and North America, uh, Candy said, well, you know, I have a friend who's been involved for, uh, for 30 years in nonprofit organizational management and project development. Uh, if you're going to do it in the United States, I suggest you talk to her. So... On one of uh, Yoris's trips to the U.S., actually, we met, uh, as it happens, in uh, California. Uh, we met in San Jose, California, for lunch. And as Yoris likes to say, we met for lunch and stayed for the day. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> because we had so much to talk about. And he said, in essence, um, you know, do you think you could start this in the U.S.? And as Amanda mentioned, uh, the answer is probably yes. Um, but the bigger question, the more pertinent question was, should we? Yes. Uh, you know, here in the United States, we have a lot of wonderful organizations doing great work, and um, we like to throw our efforts behind those people who are already uh, have put the efforts in to do things if we can. And, in fact, that's what's evolved with this program, Janine. It's one of the hallmarks of our program is that we collaborate with other organizations who are similarly missioned. That's great. So that uh, what we found out was while there are organizations doing great work with, say, music therapy or even um, some smaller music programs, we, had not, we did not find one that had the exact mission that yours started out with. And his mission has a distinct difference, which was this is a performance-based organization, meaning that um, we, we select the people who are musically talented. We have some very fun training and education sessions, including performance and production workshops about makeup and dress and 
and how you stand in the light on stage to be filmed. Um, and uh, then we go out to perform for live audiences, the general public, with professional musicians. That's incredible. So there are a couple of there are several different layers of differences, each one of which which brings a different ability forth in these already so talented people who have had limited chances, mm-hmm. limited chances during life to soar in that which they can do so well. Now, speaking of soaring, how have you seen this program make an impact on their lives? Because I, it, it sounds tremendous. I mean, you take somebody who most people might think, oh, they're, they don't have this ability, you know, and then right. they get up there behind a mic and they blossom. That's true. That's true. Well, if, you know, the best way to do it, and you, you kind of touched on this, I, I will tell you a couple of stories, and of course Amanda has some as well. The best way is to go to our North American website, ubmna.org, ubmna.org, or the European Met website at unitedbymusic.org, and some of those stories are written and others are in video, and they tell the stories so much better themselves. But what resonated with me when we talked to Albertine that you just heard on the record, or Arthur Shorty, or Simone, or any of the folks that have been in the program for several years, they use somewhat the same language. They will always say, I would not be alive except for United by Music. I would not have my health except for United by Music. I learned how to go through an airport. I learned how to talk to people. I was able to communicate uh, with my family. And you know what I also hear all the time is I have friends. Mm -hmm. This is something that I didn't know. I learn all the time. I'm the one learning all the time. Is that uh, this population of people, especially adults, um, often they're, they're in their homes or they're with their family or they're with their caretakers. And to find friends is not such an easy thing. Not an easy thing for any of us. But when you have limited opportunities to find peer groups with commonalities and you have difficulties sometimes with social interaction, yes. that friendship factor that you, they develop through United by Music Company translates out into the world. And it's not a light thing to say, uh, our phrase, which is transforming lives through music. We see this every day. Oh, every I believe day. It. I believe and it's it. not just up on stage that we see the lives transform. We see them in the audience. We see them with the music mentors. Uh, and that's mm-hmm. you know, part of the equation here is uh, all the different facets that come together to make this program happen in a, an individual community. You know, it's, I'm, I'm listening to you and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, 2013, my grandmother had a, a niece um, and she was put in a facility to live. And mm-hmm. people didn't know how to take care of, you know, people with Down syndrome. And that's mm-hmm. where she went mm-hmm. to live because, she, you know, they couldn't deal with her. They, they just didn't know how, what she needed. Uh, you know, she was different. And now you wouldn't see that. You, you, you're giving people an opportunity that they never would have dreamed of. Well, that's true. And one of the things you mentioned that I think is very pertinent, uh, you touched on it a little bit earlier in your conversation, is how does a program come to be in a community? And uh, what you mentioned just now is, is part of that equation. There are multi-legged stool that makes this possible, and it, uh, it requires people that have, a, a, obviously, a passion to create opportunities and awareness for this population of people mm-hmm. through music. Um, musicians who want to help with the mentoring and the training and the performance, care agencies that are involved, such as the ones that you just mentioned, uh, educational institutions, which probably have folks coming through their system, although our program is geared for adults, 
when you're in the, if you will, in the pipeline at 12, 13, 14, you're going to be growing into the population that we're going to be, that we are serving. And uh, so we'd like to work with the educational institutions and help to identify these, these, these people who might benefit from the program. And then we bring our program to them. We bring our program to educational institutions, care agencies, uh, and uh, mu- music performance groups, uh, schools mm-hmm. that have a musical performance uh, focus and say, you know, what if we could find within the population people with autism, severe ADHD, other forms of uh, intellectual disabilities, and help them to find their, their level of capacity rather than disability, yes. their level of ability. Yes. So that's what we're doing. We're building teams in every community. Um, and I did a, just a slight bit of research. Uh, you at UC Irvine have, have uh, a number of people who are already working with issues of the brain and music. And I would be happy to, uh, we'd be just delighted to be connected with those folks and tell them about our program. I think they would be very interested and have a great deal of fun with it. That sounds great. I wasn't aware of that. So we should talk about that. Yes, yes. Um, um, one of the, you mentioned the, uh, the book that you were talking about. Howard Gardner. Yes. Uh, seven Different Types of Intelligence. <laughs> exactly. I kind of yes. Googled it a little bit. Yes, yes. And there are a few other authors like uh, Daniel Levitin who wrote mm-hmm. Your Brain on Music, yes. which is a fabulous book. And, and that's a real important point about our program is that it's not just a nice thing, although it is a nice thing. We know that it makes us feel better. But why does it make us feel better? The reality is music physically changes the brain, and that's something I've learned. It's not just a nicety, as I say. It physically alters your brain composition. Yes, I I believe that. You know, obviously there's the left brain, right brain, you know, which do you favor more? And I'm much more of a creative type. I've always loved music. I, I tell my girls... When I was eight years old, I was living in New York, and my mom used to go love listening to live music on a Sunday at a, in a brunch. Uh, we lived on East 86th Street, and it was a place called Wednesdays. And we'd walk up the street, and I would just uh-huh. stand there on the dance floor. Nobody else was out there, and I would just stare at the guitarist, not the guy, but watching his hands on the fretboard and just riveted. Mm-hmm. And, and it just uh-huh. made... And I, um, Good example. It, it just... I could be alone with my little guitar at 10 and be completely fine <laughs> you know I, I really love that I, th- I think that's um, uh, the idea that volunteers who are are working with this group often find that they too are encouraged if you will they think I, uh, I'm going to get out my guitar mm-hmm. I'm going to get out my trombone I'm going to go sit down at the keyboard and try this again hey if they have the courage and the bravery and the dedication to put the time in to do this why don't I get out my clarinet and give it a whirl again? So, Absolutely. As, as yes. Julie mentioned, the geometry of this program has been one of the biggest surprises to me. You know, it's interesting. As we get older, we lose our, our, uh, we're, we lose our ability to be brave, to be bold, uh, mm-hmm. our creativity. You know, life gets serious. We're so judgmental of ourselves. People judge us. And yes. I, I never uh, learned to sing. I always, it's my biggest insecurity. It's like public speaking. You, get, you know, it's just one of those things. And I bet you if I went to one of these shows, I mean, it's just uh, a silly mm-hmm. thing. But you, you're telling you me there are people that go up there and they, they don't have that fear. Absolutely. You know? That's true. Well, you know, and they, they are expected. Amanda touched on this a little bit. Um, I am not a professional in the care of this population of people. Mm-hmm. My work has been in endowment development, 
nonprofit organizational research and resource development, both human resource and financial resource. So I am learning a lot. And um, Amanda and I kind of, with trepidation, sometimes if uh, one of the company members is having a difficult day, maybe they don't want to go on stage, maybe they don't want to put on that dress again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our tendency is to say, oh, you don't have to do that. Yes. Whereas the people that we're learning from that are in the discipline, uh, that's part of the training. Mm-hmm. You are a professional. You're learning to be that. And literally, the show must go on. So we watch them push through and find that place of satisfaction and triumph. Um, and then go out in the audience afterwards with these photo cards. They have photo sessions. They get their, their portraits done, and they go out into the audience afterwards with their photo cards, talk to the audience, sign autographs, sell This the is CDs. incredible. Um, oh, my gosh. And uh, that, lasts, that lasts a long time. And where is it this? Where, where is this sh- one of these shows? It's in Oregon and... Yes. Right now, you said? Uh, we, we, when they're on tour, uh, mm-hmm. we primarily, uh, we did the San Francisco through Vancouver, Canada tour, and the last tour was in the Pacific Northwest. And, uh, and so we have, um, when we do these tours, we do have uh, shows. There's Waterfront Blues Festival has been one of our uh, biggest stages, if you will. Um, they, uh, Delta Music Experience, as I mentioned, is the presenting sponsor for yes. United by Music here in the States and North America. And, uh, there's a Delta Music Experience Pavilion at Waterfront Blues Festival, and over the past four years, we've uh, cultivated United by Music, and it's been from a, a table to a booth to part of the pavilion, and then we just enjoyed a main stage performance uh, last incredible. year in July, and that was thanks to Peter Damon and Clay Fuller of Waterfront Blues Festival, and with Delta Music Experience, we gave, um, really, it's so funny, I was going to say we provided this opportunity, but really, the United by Music company members gave us the opportunity to see them and to see life through their eyes and and the miracles that they have been able to achieve um, through hard work and diligent, you know, training. And and when they're up there, they're just used to see life in their eyes. And um, it really is an outlet, as Barbara said, you know, it really is their life and they love it. And uh, I think that... uh, we enjoy it so much, and the little uh, special treats that we get to see um, on, in 2010, um, it was Leon as well as Lady Angel, and uh, we had Arthur Shorty come out and plays the guitar. He's a wonderful guitar, uh, kind of surf, be- you know, blues, you know, beach nice. music. Love and adventures. Yes, yes he- and, and <laughs> he, he uh, side note, uh, when we were eating in San Francisco, wherever we were, he can name every single song that's played on any radio station at any time, name of the musician, the name of the song, the year it was created. Doesn't matter what song, he will let us know and he'll sing the words. Unbelievable. It's phenomenal. And it was during sound check, and of course, everyone was setting up the stage. He was playing the guitar. We were checking his guitar. Mm-hmm. Someone set a mic in front of him because they were setting it up for the vocalists. And so he looked at it and he just started singing along with his guitar. No one had ever heard him sing. They did not know he sang for what? years. Beautiful voice. In fact, he's on some of those tracks. And yours was astounded. Uh, Teresa was astounded. We were all just. Oh my gosh! He was like, "Oh, a microphone! I think I'll start yes, singing." Yes, yes, <laughs> <laughs> it was incredible. Yeah, uh, Julie, have you seen? You said you haven't seen any of the performances. Not live. No, no, I haven't had that opportunity yet. I'm really looking oh, forward to me it. Me too. Though, you know, I'm when's really the next one? I mean, Barbara. Oh well, we we have a series of things that ha- that's happening in in the Northwest, and I think Amanda touched on our model. I'll, I'll answer that. We have periodic training and small performance opportunities 
in our core program area, which is in our pilot town of Portland, Oregon. We have the nine, the eight other cities in which our teams are working to work toward auditions and toward training. And you know, this is our, this will be our first full year of program in the United States. Fortunately, it's not, it's not a new organization to benefit from the six years of success in Europe and the Netherlands, South um, Dublin, Ireland, where we had some workshops at the World Congress on Down syndrome. And so we learn from that. We get to benefit from that and implement them here in our model. Our business model, um, we, we have a very firm belief that we start strong, we keep our core team tight, we develop a, a quality program in one community, and each of the other communities are helping us do that because they know as we do, we then export that model that's been refined and built up to the next community. It's rather like a row, sure. row, row your boat song, you yes, know? We've yes. got the first round going in Portland, right. and now the next round's going to happen in Seattle-Tacoma area, the next round in the Bay Area. And I see Southern California as being a very strong community Yay. for us yes, within the yes, next 24 Bring months. Bring it on. Yes. Bring it on. <laughs> yeah. That's exciting. I'm very excited about it. That is yeah. very exciting. Well, Julie and I are going to have to take a road trip and yes. come Yay, see this. Yes, absolutely. Please yeah, do. That would be great. And I'd like to say something yeah, quickly. Yeah, please. And that is that um, for all of you out there that are listening and you find this interesting and you're saying to yourself, gosh, I wish I could maybe volunteer or give something of myself or give a mentor, but uh, it's not I can't do it and I don't have time, you can donate. And um, you can donate money. Um, which is really important. You know, if you've ever been in a position where somebody has given you money or helped you in some way or you had a cast on your leg or, you know, and somebody brought you something, you know, give back. Mm -hmm. Pay forward, give back. Yes. You have an opportunity to do that. You can be involved in that way. And it's still being part of it, still uplifting. You're still helping United by Music in that way. And where you can donate is? The website. UBM na.org big donate button right there <laughs> <laughs> big donate button yes you know yes um, thank you julie for that because uh and something we should we should mention is that any amount truly does help you hear that from time to time and with organizations that are in the millions of dollars uh that still matters but in our organization which is primarily volunteer with a few contract people to help us who also donate a lot of time your five dollars your ten dollars your twenty five dollars means so much to us and we thank you for considering that it, it really does and uh we just um celebrated uh, a wonderful evening of uh, song and you added by music with uh, karen lovely who performed in uh in uh, portland just recently and arthur steinhorn our treasurer uh, as well as our uh, secretary of the board, he, he was saying how important it is. And it's true because what we did that night, which our uh, Lady A is a strong supporter of this as well, and other musicians have dedicated their performance to raising money. Mentors turn into supporters in that way. Fantastic. And they love the program so much. And they may not be able to deliver it uh, penny for penny out of their pocket, but they will use their time and their voice and their expertise to uh, raise awareness and have benefit opportunities and that just happened and we raised enough money to have one of our um United by Music Company members complete a program. And so it's that's very... That's great. Yes, and the, I don't have the exact figure in my head because uh, he's the one that's in charge of that. But it's really surprising how um, little is needed to really make that happen for them, as Barbara was saying. Mm -hmm. I think it's a good point, Amanda, and I do have that number, and I think it is important to mention that. 
uh, through the generosity of a, a, a an Oregon distiller uh, called uh, Organic Nation, who donated their beautiful gin and vodka to the club where we were. Uh, the club gave $5 of every drink that night, a special pro- prohibition nice. uh, drink called Bee's Knees, and our mentor and... Um, and um, and Blues Foundation, Blues Music Award nominee Karen Lovely dedicated that evening to United by Music. And through the $2 here and the $5 there and $10 there, we raised $500 that night. That's fantastic. Might not seem like a big sum Well, it's sum, something. It's but something. with $500, we were able to fund a program, a, a, a student, for the tour this summer. A very, uh, I think that's incredible. And a very similar story, of course, is Ed Maloney from Highway 99 right. uh, with, his, with his matching Donation. Exactly. Yeah. He did a uh, he along with New Belgium Beer uh, created a philanthropist program. Fill <laughs> <laughs> the glass, philanthropist. Fill a glass, philanthropist. One dollar for every glass went to United by Music. And someone, uh, one of our longtime supporters, in addition to the the funding given by Highway 99 Blues Club and New Belgium Beer in Seattle, uh, Erica Olson, who is an individual in um, Seattle, Washington who's been one of our supporters for a long time, said, I will match whatever Highway 99 raises tonight. And, uh, <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> so, she sure does. As Julie says, there are many ways to contribute, whether you're uh, someone with a product, someone with a service, uh, someone with $5, and um, we will do it. As Beautiful. we say, we are the Special Olympics of Music, and we can use everyone's help. I think it's great. Yes. I want to thank you so much. Did you want to add anything else before we wrap up? Well, I'll leave it to you folks right there in the studio. All right, all, all right. right. We were going to listen to one last track. Uh, I believe it's uh, Misunderstood with uh, Albertine Van Walsam. Am I saying that right? I all right. so. Ladies, thank you so much. Thank you, Julie, so Amanda. Much. This was so enjoyable. Barbara, I thanks for calling it. in. The website, like one more to time. Thank Julie for bringing us together to talk to you and oh, for you no. for allowing us to speak to your audience. Yes. Thank you, Julie. Yes. Um, I also, as I said to Barbara earlier, the universe actually just brought it together, just facilitated me <laughs> to sort of like, like make be- it make it all happen. And I believe Sheldon, who has a show after this, uh, yes. that's show. right, Sheldon. Sheldon, cure for the blues. Sheldon said, "Call Janine," and I Thank was like, you. "Yeah, yes. that's right." We'll call I think Janine. we'll be hearing some uh, Duffy Bishop on the next show too. Sweet. <laughs> the blue show. Sweet. Very but yes, nice. Yes, that website, as you requested, was um, unitedbymusic.org uh, for the Netherlands website. And for ours here in North America, it's the initials UBMNA for United by Music North America, UBMNA.org. Great. Something meaningful and very amazing to do for your 2013 for those looking to do something to give back. Absolutely. Um, you know, give it themselves. So thank you. Yes. Happy New Year, ladies. Happy New thank Year. Thank you. Happy New Year. And uh, as I said, we're going to play one more track from United by Music off That Ain't It. And have a great Monday, everybody. This is Get the Funk Out. I'm your host, Janine. This will be up on my blog in just a little bit, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. I'll be back next week. <laughs>